expand my territory. He's yes, enlarged it for me, and I'm just grateful um, to be used by him. Mm -hmm. um, I work in different capacities. I've, I've worked in uh, different settings and with different populations of people over the years. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also a substance abuse uh, counselor, yes. as well as a batterers uh, intervention specialist. Mm -hmm. um, I am trauma informed. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm just grateful to be used. Yes. And Mr. Ann, if you don't mind, can you tell my viewers what's the name of your outpatient practice? And um, yes. um, also just give them some insight about the book that you just wrote and where they can find it and all this good stuff. Awesome. Uh, my practice name is Wonderfully Made Services. Yes. Um, my motto is be wonderful because you are wonderfully made. Come on. And I just wrote a book, my first book. Um, it's called Fear is a Liar. Here it is, <laughs> and so um, it is um, a book about overcoming anxiety and fear. Mm -hmm. um, it's coming from a mental health as well as a spiritual perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you can find this on Amazon as well as her her website platform, which is wonderfullymadeservices.com. Yes, and I'll go on ahead and link that in the description box so you guys can, um, you know, gain insight on everything. But I will let y'all know, I read this book. I utilize it in my devotion time. Let me tell y'all, this book is so amazing. So I recommend y'all to read it, especially if you struggle with anxiety um, and fear or things like that. Because this kind of is basically a day-by-day -day guide on how to overcome yes. fear and anxiety. So with that being stated, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. So um, my scripture is Proverbs 17 and 22. A merry heart do good like medicine, but a broken spirit drives the bones. Um, the reason why I wanted to come from this standpoint is because today we're going to be talking about the importance of therapy and how therapy is just as essential as getting your hair done, going to the dentist, going for your physical checkups. Um, we've all been through things in life that even if it's just, you know, and like where you saw your house burn down. I don't know. Like it could be something as simple as going to a new job and hating it and needed to know how to overcome that job that, that, that can even require therapy at times, depending on your tolerance level. So basically, um, I just wanted to talk about that and advocate for therapy today. So I bought a therapist to also share, but a lot of us don't understand that we can have joy in all situations. Yes. Um, my testimony is y'all know, I just lost my father and therapy is helping me to overcome that mm. situation. And mm. it's helping me to have joy, even though people say, how can you have joy? Hmm. And you lost your father because I have a merry heart yes. and because I've learned how to cope with that situation, but it says a broken spirit drives the bones because a lot of people don't know that we're holistic creatures. So if you have a broken heart, that's going to, that's the reason why you're having migraines every day. That's the reason why you're depressed. That's the reason why your depression is causing you not to be able to eat well. That's the reason why you're, you have high blood pressure, diabetes, because this is stuff is coming from unforgiveness. What we do in our spiritual or our soul acts out in our physical realm. So basically because we're mind, body, and spirit, you have to make sure that you have a, a joyful heart at all times. And they call laughter like medicine medicine because medicine cures us. What what better medicine than natural medicine such as laughter? So, I have some statistics regarding 
Um, this is geared more towards African-Americans. However, this is for everybody because everybody needs therapy. But I do just want to give you guys the um, statistics about African-Americans as it relates to obtaining ther um, therapy. So according to SAMHSA's National Survey of Drug Use and Health, 16%, which is 4.8 million of Black and African-American people reported having mental illness. And 22.4%, which is 1.1 million, reported a serious mental illness over the past year. Um, then another statistic is binge drinking, smoking, cigarettes, and marijuana and other illicit drugs are more frequent among African Americans and mental, and who especially have mental illness. Um, according to the, the Ward, Wilshire, Dietrich, and Brown study in 2013, Black and African American hold beliefs related to stigma, psychological openness, and help seeking, which is turn affects their coping behaviors. So relationships in the study were not very open to acknowledging psychological problems. So it's basically saying that African Americans were not open to acknowledging mental illness and even and just the FYI, just because you're going to therapy don't mean you have mental illness, but they weren't um, open to saying that they're having issues with adjusting to life, period, which caused them to not want to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. And then black and African-American men are particularly concerned about the stigma. So it's less African-American men who are attending therapy as of now. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, that's kind of the statistics, and that's going to lead me to my first question for Miss Diane. Can you tell us why some in the African-American community are anti-therapy? Well, just as you said, you know, we historically um, as a culture have uh, demonized um, what mental illness looks like. Talk about that. Um, you know, we come up with terms over the years mm -hmm. um, for that uncle that stays in the room, mm -hmm. you know, as he is crazy or mm -hmm. um, different or um, that girl, she's damaged, you know, the one that sits in the corner mm -hmm. and, and rocks back and forth, yes. you know, and so we have demonized this thing called mental illness. Oh, my God. And just as you had mentioned earlier, um, you know, it's just as uh, important as your physical health, Come just on. as you would go to the doctor mm -hmm. for preventative mm -hmm. um, reasons even, not just because you have a broken leg or yes. have heart illness or mm -hmm. issues, um, but for preventative reasons mm -hmm. we go to seek the doctor. The same should be so for our mental health. Yes, it should, Miss Diane. Come on. Because talk about we it. are mind, body, and spirit, we're not mm -hmm. just one. Mm -hmm. We are all encompassing, mm -hmm. and God's word speaks about that as mm -hmm. well, you know. Um, because what affects one area of your body affects them all. Come on. So, of course, if you're having mental health issues, mm -hmm. then it's going to affect you phys physically, mm -hmm. it's going to affect you spiritually, mm -hmm. it's going to affect you relationally and in every way. So why wouldn't you see Come to on. your mental health? Because your mind is everything. Even if your body is not functioning properly, your mind is everything. Talk God said, this. let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Come Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're to guard those avenues. And I know we're going to go a little bit deeper in on that. But as um, uh, in our, our culture, the African-American culture, we have demonized this um, issue mm -hmm. uh, with mental illness, mm -hmm. and uh, we don't talk about it. Yes, because it's taboo. It's 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 a it's a faux pas. You know, we we we're not to talk about that because mm -hmm. that, like you said, is like admitting 
that something is wrong. Yes. It, it doesn't mean that something's wrong. It just means that you're dealing with an issue. Come on. Just as mm -hmm. if I had a cold. That don't mean that I am the cold. Come on. So, yes. but, and I can overcome <laughs> wow, come a on. cold. Yes. I can overcome that. Mm -hmm. But because we don't want to talk about mm -hmm. it, then we don't see about it and we're not going to be about it. Correct. Okay. So, I just want to say something about that because people think of mental illness and they think about polar, they think of schizophrenia, they think of like, you know, borderline personality. Yeah. They don't know that mental illness is anxiety. Yeah. It's depression. It's, it's substance abuse. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So I guess, you know, that's what I want you guys to understand. Like, if you are utilizing a substance, if you're sleeping all day and you're saying your chores are not getting done, hmm. if you have to stay active to not worry about what's going on in your life, then that means that chances are you're suffering with mental illness. Your mental health is declining. Yes. That warrants therapy. Yes. That's what we're trying to say. Impaired functioning. Impaired Talk about what that is. <laughs> Look, see how she done made me flip the strip already? What's impaired functioning? Impaired function is just what you just described. Uh -huh. When you cannot um, function on a day-to-day -day basis as you would normally. God. If you are damaging relationships, if you are uh, needing a substance just to get through the day. Yes. When you wake up in the morning, you got to take that drink. Come on. Before you go to bed at night, you got to smoke that weed. Come on. Then that's an impairment because yes. you are unable to function on your own capacity. Oh, man. See what I'm saying? So that's what we're trying to get you guys to understand, that all of this, or overeating. Yes. Spending too much money. That's a substance. Correct. You know, it can change mm -hmm. your body. Anything that can change you chemically mm -hmm. or physiologically can be something that's used as uh, to um, cause addiction. Yes. But, you know, God said to, to use everything in moderation, mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't moderate. Yes. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that we really have to um, be more mindful about. Yes, Miss, come on. Yes. You are already preaching. <laughs> so my next question is, can you explain what no theory, just therapy means to you, which, by the way, guys, is the topic for today? <laughs> no theory. Well, uh, theory is an idea, mm -hmm. um, is, is an idea about explaining something yes. is what a theory is. Mm -hmm. Um, and therapy, you know, is something that is going to assist a person or someone to overcoming mm -hmm. or being able to better manage mm -hmm. or to dissolve. Yes. Okay. So. Theories, if you think about what that is in the mental health yes. field, there are um, multiple theories mm -hmm. out here. You got person-centered therapy mm -hmm. uh, theories. You got um, the CBT, the mm -hmm. cognitive behavior, and, and you got so many different theories. Mm -hmm. um, those are man-made theories. Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. This, mm -hmm. which means there's, it's an idea. Come on. Talk that about someone that. had mm. um, on the experiences mm. of behavior, it's the study of behavioral, yes. um, um, on human behavior. Yes. So what they did was they took that information mm. from studying mm. um, behavioral uh, behaviors of humans and they put that into, uh, I guess you would say, a blueprint. Correct. Um, so that um, you can utilize this blueprint to assist others in overcoming certain conditions. Correct. So, it again, it goes back to that is based off of study from a man. Yes. 
from mm -hmm. another human. Yes, come on. True therapy for me mm -hmm. is being able to identify what you can and cannot control. Correct. Come on. Talk about it, Miss Diane. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of different theories out here. They're just as there's a lot of different avenues to get to the same place. Mm -hmm. But you have to be careful sometimes and um, some of the theories that are out there to make sure that it's not based in so much of the scientific, what they call evidence-based yes. treatment, mm. and which our field wants us to gravitate yes, toward more do. so yes. is evidence-based treatment. But it's not really making a real breakthrough. Not always. Mm. And so they um, utilize evidence-based treatment based off of their studies. Mm -hmm of human behavior. Mm -hmm. um, so not all, one size don't fit all, mm -mm, mm -mm. okay? Mm -hmm. So, but the base of it is discovering, trying to help someone else discover their realm of control. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. mm -hmm. identifying what you can and cannot control mm -hmm. and the wisdom to know what the difference are. Exactly. So um, God's word has already laid out what that should look like. Mm -hmm. He tells us exactly how to guard our minds and yes, our souls. He, does. he mm -hmm. tells us exactly what we should look out for. Mm -hmm. He tells us, he gives us that blueprint um, that we need. And I'm not dismissing evidence-based treatment. All. At all, yeah. But mm -hmm. we, have to, we have to really pray about even our therapy sometimes uh -huh. that you have that right fit. And I know um, you, you're going to uh, want to talk about that a little bit more mm -hmm. as far as finding the right therapist yes. and all of that. Because um, based off of what that person's, um, that individual therapy believes, mm -hmm. that's going to come through in the therapy mm -hmm. as well. So you want to be mindful about who you're going to Correct. and who you're listening to Come as on. well. Yes. And you know, Mr. Ann, I for me, I love what you said. Like we we let the therapist worry about the theory is what I'm saying cuz I feel like some some people, especially in the African-American culture, they worry too much about the psychology of it, about the books of it, that they forget about the experience the, the of therapy. Of the, yeah, correct. Like, they forget about the God of it. They forget about how you can have a breakthrough when yeah. you're going to therapy. So they look mm -hmm. at it as if, not to be funny, but they look at it as like old-time therapy when a therapist might have been an elderly white man. Mm -hmm. They don't see yes. that therapists are like us. They look like us. Yeah. We're mental health professionals who are talking about what it is to go to therapy and we've been to therapy ourselves. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when I say no theory, yeah, of course, it is a theory that we're going to utilize to help our clients. I'm not a therapist, but I'm just saying, but at the same time, you know, it's not all about so much book sense that but it, what is that theory based on? Correct. Correct. And it takes mm -hmm. away from the experience of having that breakthrough, being able to see past those weary days, getting out of that cycle, stop, stop the sabotaging. Yes. You learn those things, those tools, those coping skills in therapy. That's what we kind of want y'all to understand. Don't worry so much about the yes. psychology of it. Yeah. Focus on 
the breakthrough that you're going to get if you would just go to therapy. Yes, yes, Yes. absolutely. And, you know, just as we were talking about a minute Mm -hmm. ago within our culture and how um, there's this stigma there, just as you said, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't want to go and sit in front of some man, some, as you said, white man or white woman or what have you, and I don't have anything against white uh, therapists at all, and I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But in our culture... You know, we often look at therapy mm-hmm. as we're going to sit in some in front of someone that doesn't look like myself. Who don't understand? And our it's story. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's scary to think about that because we're we're thinking that that person is not going to understand. Correct. And how if you don't understand, then how can you empathize? Yes. What can mm-hmm. you provide me if yes. you don't understand where I'm coming from? Where I'm coming from. And you don't want to spend a whole lot of time having to explain yes. your, culture your culture necessarily before yes. you right. even get to the come breakthrough. Come on, come on. So, you know, mm-hmm. as my sister just said, you know, you really don't want to think so much about therapy. Yes. Your, or, you know, the theory of it, the therapy uh-huh. so much, but getting that breakthrough mm-hmm. that you're looking for. Because oftentimes, you know, it's best hmm. to talk to someone who is non-judgmental, non- uh, bias and who don't and, know you from a can of don't know you because <laughs> you know talking to your friends and your mm-hmm. family that's great correct but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not always I'm not I'm not saying that's not the case in every case but sometimes it's not always the best approach because yes. um we we often carry a lot of things that we don't want other people to know about yes. even and mm-hmm. then after you have told Aunt Sally or your 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 friend Bonquisha or what have you then you worried if she going to tell that to to Susie Q correct you know and so now that brings upon anxiety mm-hmm. because you're not sure if 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 Bonquisha told Susie Q and so who's Susie Q going to tell correct you know so you don't have that to worry about yes. when you're going to speak to someone that is non-judgmental non-biased don't have a stake in anything mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. you know they just want to see you heal that's correct. it and they have ethics that they have to follow Absolutely. because therapists have to report to the board because they, they license. So if they go out and tell your business, they lose their license because yep. of confidentiality. Absolutely. So you can be as vulnerable, as raw, as real as you want to on a couch. Yes. That don't know about and they don't know you. Right. So they're just giving you the best possible advice from their healed and whole mind and not Susie Koo, who just got divorced. <laughs> so she gonna tell you to leave your man because she bitter anyway. Right. I'm just saying. Speak. That's not my business. <laughs> so anyways, history shows that some people will refrain from redeeming therapy after undergoing for a brief period of time. Can you shed light on how important it is to find a therapist for you? Oh man. You know, just as we were just saying, it is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just as uh, you would find a doctor mm-hmm. that fits you. You mm-hmm. know, um, sometimes we go to doctors or we'll go to even a hairstylist. And um, we don't get that right feel mm-hmm. or we don't feel, you know, they are the right person, the right fit for us. And mm-hmm. you change them out. Come on. You know, same thing. D- do that with your therapy treatment. Mm-hmm. You with your mental health um, services, you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's your choice, mm-hmm. not the choice of the other person. Um, so, but do try it. You don't want, just because you had a bad experience one time, to um, negate, you know, the fact that you still need help. Correct. So um, you just find another one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you don't give up on that. You know, I often have clients to say, you know, that they were going to give up on receiving the help that they needed 
And and I'm not saying I'm not trying to toot my home, but I know where my strength and my power comes from. Correct. Come and on. um, you know, and when they come to me, they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I found you. You look come like on. me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, sometimes we need to sit in front of someone that seems kind of familiar. Yes. And what I mean by that is you know that they understand the culture, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that anyone outside of this culture can't learn the culture. Um, we have some people that grew up in our culture mm-hmm. that are not necessarily part of our ethnic background. Correct. But if they don't understand your culture, it's going to be more difficult. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit more difficult and certain things that you're talking about, mm-hmm. even certain colloquial terms that we use in our um, in our culture, Correct. you know, we, mm-hmm. we, we speak in certain terms, and you don't want to have to explain that hmm. necessarily when you're trying to get your breakthrough moment, you're trying to, yes. to express and get through your pain. Come on. And then you have to stop, and they're, they're looking at you like, what, hmm. do, what do you mean by that? Yes. Um, for instance, I received uh, therapy from uh, one of our Caucasian counterparts years ago, um, and I'm, I, I, he, he could be a great person and he could be a great therapist, but he wasn't a right fit for me. Yes. Um, right. I started talking about certain things growing up, and I mentioned that um, we used to get whoopings mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up, and so he made it seem as if though I was being physically abused. Yes. Uh-huh. And when I said, you know, my mom used to, you know, whoop us whenever we came in late or we did something that we weren't supposed to do, and he thought it was extreme and mm-hmm. that um, I was abused. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know in our culture yep. <laughs> that that's not necessarily abuse. abuse. Yes. It mm. was discipline. Yes. And my mom loved us. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, I and it made me feel a little uncomfortable um, uh, divulging more information to him because you have to have that level of trust. Yes. In your therapist. Yes, you do. Um, because otherwise you're not going to get the breakthrough that you need Correct. if you're holding back. Because mm-hmm. therapy is that one place you should be able to be your authentic self. Yep. Right. And you don't hold back in therapy. And that's, that was, you know... My personal experience with therapy is that, um, and that's why I say, guys, this is for everybody. Because, but I'm aiming this towards the African American co- culture because we are less likely to redeem therapy. So, if anybody is looking at this who is not African American, please don't take offense because this this is just for the culture right now. You see what I'm saying? But the thing about it was that. It was so imperative for me to have a therapist who had natural hair. It was so imperative for me to have a therapist who, if they didn't, they wore a lace front because I know that they understand how important hair is to African-Americans. You know, I needed them to understand why certain things bothered me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest, like, because I wanted that. I needed them to understand, like, my culture so I wouldn't be spending, uh, like, my first three or four sessions explaining why this was this and why that is that. And I didn't have time for all of that. I needed to get to the business. I wanted to go into that office, and I wanted to see some African artifacts. I wanted to, I wanted it to be I wanted it to be that because it makes me feel comfortable 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. She knows what Absolutely. I'm going through. Absolutely. Thank Amen. you. Yep. And and not ask you. You know, last week your hair was short. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I came in with locks. What are these braids? Oh, I, is that your hair? How did you get your hair from that size to that? Can, you can know, I feel it? Can I feel it? Don't touch my hair. Like I didn't want to explain all of the trivial stuff behind why this was that. I just wanted to go in and just know that this is another sister yeah. who understands because she probably have a similar background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or she knows somebody who knows somebody who did a life sentence or who's doing a life sentence. I'm pretty sure she had the auntie or the uncle who did who used substance abuse. You know, I know somebody in her family has diabetes and not that mm. those are good things, yeah. but she understands more of a need why we need to conquer those things. Mm. So that's kind of the reason what I'm saying. Like we'll spend, we'll go to a different hairstylist real quick. We'll go get our nails done by somebody else real quick. Hey. Our inside is so amazing. Mm. Our outside is so amazing, but we like junkies. I don't know oh, what on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. So if anything, put that emphasis yes. on therapy. Hey, come on. Come on. Like therapy is so needed. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for explaining that, Miss Diane, and explaining the importance of finding like the right fit. Yes. For to have a therapist. So my next question is: um, Some people feel that self care is getting their nails, hair um, done, etc. Can you explain the concept of you can't win? Unless you're right within, and please inform people what real self care is. Mm. Mm. She got it. <laughs> Whereas getting your hair and nails done is not a bad thing, mm -hmm. but it's not everything. Sometimes we use that as a cover. Mm -hmm. You know, we may look good on the outside, yes. and on the inside, we're suffering in silence. Yes. You know, and we, as, as as black women, we are good for that. Come on. You know, we'll come in the room and light it up and have the walk and everything, <laughs> and you know, and have our hair done and our nails and our face beat, but we are struggling and suffering uh -huh. on the inside. Exactly, yes. And we walk around with these faces yes. Come on. and everything, and we're like shaking soda cans. Come on. Talk about it. That's what we are. We look good and all put together yes. on the outside. But as soon as somebody pop that top, boom. boom. Come on. That's Talk right. about it. That's we right. look good on the outside. Come on. You know, but self-care is really essentially about um, yeah. prioritizing self. Oh. As it relates to your mental health. Yes, Miss Diane. That's what it's about. Prioritizing mm. self as it relates to your mental health. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. Who else can do that for you? Mm -hmm. Who else? Ooh. Who else can prioritize your mental health but you? Because nobody else knows what's going on on the inside of this can mm -hmm. but God. Oh, my God. Okay? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have a hard time recognizing mm -hmm. everything that's going on within us. You know how sometimes people come up and say, how you doing, how you feeling? We give these, 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 term, these uh, phrases, that, and it's just a cover. We don't even really know sometimes. That's why therapy is so important because it gives you the opportunity to sort those thoughts out. It gives you, you got to sort it out in order to work it out. Come on. Talk it out. Sort it out and work it out. Okay. And sometimes it's hard to heal in the environment that hurt you. So going to a safe space will allow you to be able to do atmosphere is everything. God, come on. Mm. 
Because if I'm trying to heal and I'm still in a toxic environment, mm. all I'm doing is going back and getting retoxified, if that's a word. I'm, getting, I'm just saying, you know, and so we have to come away. Jesus did it often. When we read in his word, after he spoke to the people and all of that, he went away, is what it said. He went on retreats. He went on vacation. He went to the mountain. Come on. All of that. <laughs> so if Jesus, who is perfect, would do that, what, wouldn't you think even more so us humans who are flawed and living in this dark world? Oh, child. So we need to come, and, and us as black women, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to come away mm-hmm. because we are the super women of yeah. our culture. Yeah. We have everything on our backs. Uh-huh. And I'm not dismissing our black men. We need our black men. I would never talk against our black. We need our black men. I love our black men. Come on. But our black women, mm-hmm. we are the backbone on, of this God. culture. Mm-hmm. And I would even stretch to say the backbone of the world. Come on. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just oh, saying cuz then 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 we have the other babies um yeah. suckling off of our breath. Uh-huh. Then we have okay. Well, I'm not that's a whole nother topic. Whole nother topic. But <laughs> historically, <laughs> we have held all this stuff in that we have endured. Yes. Held it in and we still do it today. Yes. And we walk around and and we don't uh, allow ourselves to be the, our authentic version of ourselves. Man, so we have to get back to us. Yeah. That's not being selfish. That's called self-care. Come on. There's yes. a difference. Prioritize your mental health. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Nobody else going to do that for you. Oh, uh, uh, goodness gracious. You stopped on so many toes. <laughs> but I will say that that is the misconception is that self-care is when you go get your pedicure. That is... I think that's self-maintenance. Come on. It's not Mm self-care. Self-care is when you pray. Self-care is when you make that appointment because you know, like you know how you want to look. So you you know you want your nails done. You know you want your feet done. That's just you keeping yourself up. Yes. The real self-care is when you having a messy hair day, but your self-esteem isn't depleting because you still dealing with that daddy issue and you never were validated. So now your mental health depletes when you don't get a compliment. You see what I'm saying? When your hair isn't done. It's sad that we will get so upset about missing a hair appointment, but we won't even make a, a therapy appointment. Speak on it. That's the real self-care. The real yes. self-care is going to church to get that yes. word. It's praying every day. It's reading your word every day. It's taking care of your body, going yep. for walks, you know, doing things like that, talking to a trusted peer mm-hmm. who, who got your best interest at heart. Self-care is not, you know, when we go and we just sit in the nail salon and, and pay $100,000 for, for stuff in one year, but then forget all about the fact that once we leave that nail salon, we're still feeling depressed. Absolutely, because so, you got to pour into yourself. Yes, you do. Because if you keep pouring and pouring, we pour out and we pour out and we pour out into yeah, others, and eventually you're going to be pouring from an empty cup. Come on. Okay? Come and, on. and nothing comes from an empty cup. No, it does not. So you have Come to pour on. back into yourself. Yes. That's not being selfish. Come on. Because just like, okay, we've all flown most of us have flown on a plane before and what do they say you know the stewardess so she'll get up there and do her spiel and she'll say in the cases of emergency put that mask on yourself yes. before helping children or others wow okay and there's mm-hmm. a reason for that you mm-hmm. have to put that mask on yourself before assisting other people because if you're dead 
If you're you're not okay, how can you be there for other people? So you have to. It's essential. It's essential. Self-care is essentially prioritizing self so that Mm -hmm. you can be of assistance for other people. Oh, man. Child. Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. So now can you tell people what are maladaptive behaviors and explain to us why it is imperative to identify what maladaptive coping is? Okay, so maladaptive is just a fancy term that means unhealthy. All right. So we have these maladaptive or unhealthy behaviors that are manifested based off of our negative experiences Mm -hmm. over and over again. If you have had these negative experiences consistently throughout your life, eventually that is going to lead to maladaptive behaviors. Oh, Lord. Because in turn, we internalize um, these negative experiences, and so we start to... Um, build or develop uh, coping strategies in order mm-hmm. to circumvent it. And if we had not addressed those negative experiences in our lives, those trauma experiences, then sometimes those coping, those ways of coping that we have developed over the years become maladaptive or unhealthy, such oh, as substance, substance use. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the reason why we have addiction mm-hmm. is because uh, people are suppressing those emotions that they don't want to have to face. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Us as humans, we don't like to feel pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't like whether physical or emotional. Mm-hmm. We have a hard time with, with um, dealing or coping with pain. And so um, oftentimes the the Mm. deepest pain is the emotional pain (sighs) versus the physical pain. I can heal from the wound that you gave me, the cut that you gave me or the bruise that you gave me on my arm. I can heal from that. I might have a scar even, but I can heal from that and and be able to still function and use this arm. Mm -hmm. But those wounds on the inside Mm -hmm. that no people, nobody sees, (sighs) okay? So we, we have to get that, we have to identify, number one, that we have to get help mm-hmm. in order to heal, mm-hmm. in, in order to come away from these maladaptive ways of coping. Yeah. And sometimes those maladaptive ways can look like isolating from others. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a way, it's like self-protection. Yes. Isn't that what uh, Adam and Eve tried to do in the beginning? Yes. They tried to hide. God. And, and, and God had to say, hey, where y'all at? God. He knew where they were, yes. but he was having dialogue. He wanted to, them to engage him. That was therapy. It was therapy. <laughs> now, it wasn't no theory. No, it won't. <laughs> Come on. Okay. But we have done the same uh-huh. thing over and over mm-hmm. again. And then we try to cover ourselves. You know, they tried to cover themselves with those fig leaves. Yes, and, and, did. and did they work? Yes. Not for very long. Mm-hmm. It was a temporary way of coping. Uh, that's yeah. what that was temporary coping but Christ Ooh. Jesus came but that's another t- <laughs> we, I, we can get on that he came uh-huh. and he was the complete covering come on <laughs> yes. okay so on. we have to deal better we have to learn better coping strategies yes. because we do learn unhealthy ways over the years we do if we don't stop and get these things addressed properly mm-hmm. And stop talking to Bonquisha and Susie Q, yeah. who, 
who they 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 upset about their lives because you know misery loves company, right? Yes, it does. Misery don't like being by itself. It does not. So you got to be careful who you're talking to. Yeah. Correct, and that that's the thing, like you learn that you're coping maladaptive mm -hmm. in therapy mm -hmm. because some people will say I'm an introvert or I <laughs> just don't like dealing with a lot of people <laughs> and they're thinking that they don't know that they're really dealing with depression yeah, and that's yeah. the reason why they isolate in themselves mm -hmm. okay. and while they're isolating themselves they have to smoke weed all day just to get through the day mm -hmm. they're yelling at their yeah. kid that's not mm -hmm. that's displaced anger displaced anger is maladaptive coping there you go you see what i'm saying so we have to you don't recognize those things mm -hmm. when you're talking to somebody regularly yeah. who know you right so mm -hmm. i so i learned more about myself in therapy because it was things that my therapist pointed out like that's self-sabotage <laughs> or hey that's um what's the word i'm looking for when you are not doing something unintentional Pro procrastination procrastination and you'll think like i didn't know not opening up an envelope because i don't want to see what the bill number gonna say mm -hmm. was procrastination no that's self-sabotaging self you need to open that envelope mm -hmm. and they give you homework assignments they help you get through this stuff because everything has a root cause so you you need therapy to pinpoint those things yes absolutely otherwise Woo. if you don't do something different then you're going to keep getting the same thing. Come on. Talk about that one. So you got to do something different to see something different. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. This is a bomb. So I don't even know if people say that no more, but that's what it is. <laughs> okay. So my next question is, can you explain to us the importance of being whole, mind, body, and spirit, and how therapy can assist with that process? Oh, man. Just as we said earlier, you know, we are not just one component. We are not just physical beings. Hmm. We are actually spiritual beings having a human experience. Oh, man. Truth be told. Mm -hmm. So we have to, if we don't address all aspects of who we are, there's a deficit somewhere. Ooh. Come on. Okay. Talk about that deficit. And whenever there's a deficit, mm -hmm. then there comes impairment. Mm. Impaired functioning. Mm -hmm. And then we're wondering what's wrong. That's just like, okay, your car. You got four tires, right? Mm -hmm. And if one goes flat, how well how well is that car going to operate or function? Come on. How far are you going to get like that? You might can get a couple of blocks. Try getting on the highway. See what happens. Come on. And then you're going to end up crashing Ugh. if you don't see to it. Why are you talking? So the mind, the body, and the spirit, we <sighs> have to address all components because we are, all, that makes the whole person. Yes. I can't keep just addressing one aspect of who I am. I can't just see, keep seeing to just putting gas in the car, but then my tires are, are blown. Yes. I can't. It's not going to work like that. Mm, 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 okay. So, you know, sometimes you have to look at what is going on in each of those components of your mm -hmm. life, because what affects one area most definitely will affect all areas, mm. all aspects. You know, God talks about the body, mm. you know, so if one member is out of, of, of whack or is in pain, then it pains the whole body. Yes. When I stump my toe. It's not just my toe that hurts. It's my whole body that feels yes, it. Yes, it does. Come on. Because when I stump my toe, guess what? My mouth cries out. Ooh. Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Why are you okay? Preaching? Why are you preaching? So we have to see to all 
areas. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm not, you know, uh, trying to preach religion or anything, but I, I'm trying to preach truth. You know, God created us. So don't you think that he would know what it, it entails to fix us, mm -hmm. what we need? He knows what gas, it's, it belongs in our gas tank. He knows how to fix us. Mm -hmm. So why not go back to uh -huh. the creator? If you're driving a BMW, you're not going to take your, your car to Mr. Joe's shop mm -hmm. on the corner. Mm -hmm. You're going to go back to the BMW shop. Come on. Right? Mm -hmm. Because they are the ones who know this car. Yes. Oh, child. Uh, and you you know why that's so imperative? Because you said we're, we're spiritual beings with a human experience. Mm -hmm. my, my relationship with God led me to my therapist. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So had I not had a relationship with God, I wouldn't have even known what therapist to go to because mm. I, I that's when you're searching mm. like, oh, this therapist don't work, but that therapist don't work. Nobody's going to ever please you. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest, when you go to therapy because you unpack so much, mm -hmm. it you'll have a phase in therapy where you feel more depressed mm -hmm. than good mm. because you have all this stuff in your lap now and now you know what the issue is so now you have to work you have to work with your therapist to work this stuff out mm -hmm. that's the type of things that how it lets you know that you're healing but i said that to say that was like when i went to therapy then they started pointing out you know the the deficits in other areas mm -hmm. that was keeping me from being like a whole mm -hmm. human being mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so because my therapist is a christian therapist then that also assisted me with you know being able to i guess what i'm trying to say um understand and identify like what scriptures to read for this brokenness that i'm experiencing or why do i feel like this when people say stuff about that mm -hmm. so Balance. going yeah therapy helps you to become whole but mm -hmm. my relationship with god literally was my navigational system mm. to my therapist wow. and wow. I didn't have to look for very I didn't even have to look at all I just wow. went and boom wow. so that is good and you know um um I, I, before we get off of the mind body and spirit you know we have to keep that that balance come um, on you know the mind body it's, it's a it's a triage um, hmm. I, I know the, the viewers can't see the pod that this camera is on, but yes. it's on a triage pod. Mm. And if that one leg is off center, then that's going to throw everything off. When we have an issue. We, we, yes. And so we have to even look at the body, you know, and God mm. tells us, you know, about, um, being careful of what we put in our bodies as well. Well, yes, yeah. we got to guard the avenues um, in, with our minds mm -hmm. and all of that and in our spirit and, and making sure we're pouring into ourselves in, in that aspect, but even our bodies as well, we have to be good stewards. Oh, man. It, oh. This is about oh, stewardship be because be stewardship is not just monetary, mm -hmm. okay? It's anything that God gave you. Mm -hmm. We are not our own. I don't care what nobody says. Because we were bought with a price. Come on, okay? So yes. that means that we don't belong to ourselves. Yes. And if you want the Holy Spirit to dwell in you, mm -hmm. then that temple needs to be cleaned out. Okay? Because he is not going to dwell in an unclean spirit. In an unclean vessel, oh, you know man. that's like pouring wine, good wine, new wine in an old wine, yes. in old wine skins. Come on, what good is the wine? 
Uh, okay, so we have to, and I'm, and I'm preaching to myself too, because I like my ice cream and my candy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, we really have to look at all aspects mm. because then sometimes we wonder why we feeling bad. And mm-hmm. as I said, with mind, body, and spirit, they're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. What affects one area affects the other. Mm-hmm. And if we're feeling bad physically, then we're less likely to want to engage other people. Because mm-hmm. when you don't feel good, you don't have time and energy to be entertaining people. So uh, then we isolate. Yeah. Okay, so you see how it interacts. It, it goes over. It mm-hmm. interacts inter, um, in, in, in each component. Mm-hmm. It intercedes in, with each component. So mm-hmm. we have to see to every component. Yes. Okay, so not just one not just the, the mind, not just the body, mm-hmm. not just the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, historically, our culture, um, our um, um, baby boomers typically think, okay, just take it to the Lord and pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I love my baby boomers. Love them. <laughs> and, you know, grandma was right about almost everything. Mm-hmm. However... And therefore, and moreover, <laughs> talk about it. We do have to talk out what's our inside. You know, that's why yes. a lot of our our um, forefathers have died early. Yes, is because they didn't work this stuff out. They oh, could have man. lived longer had they known. You know, they were li- living with this depression, and yes. and you know, um, it exacerbated into other severe diagnoses, although they weren't diagnosed, but we know now what it was, mm-hmm. you know, and going into, you know, alcoholism, I got alcoholism in my family, mm-hmm. and all of that, and, and some of us died young, yes. it's because we didn't see to our mental health. And you know what, Miss Diane, that's funny, because I really gotta, I'm gonna crackle down, because God really convinced me all the time about the body portion of it and I really want to have you up here again to talk about that because this is about mind body and spirit Mm -hmm. but I really think that you know like our culture we utilize food as a celebratory coping too as a way of coping as well (laughs) and it sucks because you know granted I'm not gonna lie on Thanksgiving it better be some baked macaroni and cheese better but at the same time (laughs) Like we we do too much. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's it's and that's coming from again that depression, that anxiety, mm-hmm. that displaced anger. You don't know how to cope with that emotion. So it's like, do we really need food in the abundance that we need food in? Mm-mm. You no. see what I'm saying? We live to eat instead of eating to live. To live. Yeah. And we have done that over the years, um, you know, and that's something we have to be more mindful mm-hmm. of what we put in us. And macaroni and cheese is good, and I like it. Oh, <laughs> you know, and so many other things, and yes, the gravy, and all of that kind of stuff. But it. in moderation, if you can just think about just uh, one meal, even just one meal a week, doing something a little more healthy, yeah. you know, that would even make a difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. not buying soda for the house and just only drink it when you're out. You know, just mm-hmm. little things. things. Just small things can add up to bigger rewards. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to continue to get those consequences. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. And, and essentially, again, this is what you learn in therapy. Yep. Or 
some therapy or some therapy <laughs> some therapy so christian therapy and christian therapy they're gonna go. teach you mind body and spirit yes yes lord okay <laughs> so my next question is can you express to us how abandonment issues um trauma rejection can play a role in our well-being and maybe even explain kind of if you don't mind what trauma is because i don't think people know that they've been through trauma they don't yeah. think that it's trauma but it is trauma Okay, so yes, trauma is anything that affected you, extremely affected you emotionally mm -hmm. in a negative way to where now it's um, cause for uh, impaired functioning. Mm -hmm. And as my sister said, sometimes we don't recognize um, that it's trauma uh. because we have learned to cope in a maladaptive way wow. and we have covered but if you find yourself um, doing things such as isolating from others often or even clinging um, that codependency, even uh. sometimes people are codependent upon another person, um, that could be abandonment issues Come on. that they have not addressed yes. um, because we, we have a spectrum. Yeah. Right. And sometimes people will go to either end of that spectrum, depending on that person. Oh, man. Um, two people can experience the same type of trauma, but it will manifest differently. Come on. So two people can have uh, could have uh, experienced, um, you know, their father not being a part of their lives or or their mom left them at an early age on the doorstep with the auntie or what have you. But uh, one could gravitate more to people and and wanting to hang on to even unhealthy relationships Come on. just so that they are a part of someone else's life mm -hmm. or you can go to the other end of the spectrum to where you isolate and you don't want to have anything to do with do other with people, people because you're trying to guard yourself mm -hmm. from being hurt again mm -hmm. i often say you know the hardest shells have the softest insides yes. and sometimes we uh, encounter people that are so hard they so hardcore and they got this look and this stance and all. But <laughs> I guarantee you, they are just hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so it. So they are hurt. We are not the sum <gasps> of our trauma. Yeah. Mm. We are not. Mm -hmm. Okay? We just need to address those yeah. things. Hey. Just like I said earlier, you know, just because I have a code don't mean that I am the code. Come on. All right, we just need mm. to address these things. And, and as we said in the beginning, you know, it's just unfortunate that sometimes our culture, you know, uh, we don't allow ourselves to be open to therapy because of the stigma that we've placed on it. Oh my but goodness. I will say that the, um, the younger generation now, the Generation Zs, I, I, my hat's off. I mean, I applaud because they are opening the door to therapy for our culture more so. They're, they're more receptive. Us millennials too, Miss Diane. Yeah, millennials. <laughs> we, yes. We've been on it too. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they have opened the door uh -huh. now um, for our culture to be more receptive to mm. therapy, whereas mm. it wasn't that way before. Okay. Um, so I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for that so that now we can get the help that we actually need wow. so that we can learn how to be and live in our authentic <sighs> self yes. and yes. take off of these costumes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> it's time. Yes. It's time, my yes. black people. Come on. And, and so is it fair to say that if you grew up without food in your refrigerator, that's trauma? It can be. 
It can be. I'm trying to tell you. It can be. It doesn't always have to be, but yes, it can be. It can be traumatic. Because then I'm going to start to hoard. If I grew up with a not a with, with a uh, um a not not a lot of things, then I could gravitate. There's that spectrum to this end of the spectrum to where now I'm hoarding. I'm holding on to everything, mm-hmm. or I can go to the opposite end of the spectrum, and then I just you know, I don't care about anything. Correct. I don't value anything. Yep. Hearing gunshots outside of your door. If you grew up, in, like I'm trying to explain to y'all, trauma like. It can, things can be traumatic mm-hmm. that you don't even know is traumatic because it's so normal to us. Yep. Like most African Americans, not most, but some African Americans, some of us grew up in harsh conditions. Mm. So we don't know that, you know, seeing your friend get shot in front of you is a traumatic experience. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. things are traumatic and you think, well, everybody has <laughs> drive-bys. The next block over had a drive-by date. That No, it's all trauma. That's the reason why there's so much commotion and confusion in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you so right about that, Miss Diane, about what end of the spectrum we fall on. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know mm-hmm. until we're exposed to something different. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm. Jesus, be offense. <laughs> okay. So in your experience, how... Has therapy assisted you? Oh, man. So um, I'm not just a therapist that talks about getting therapy, but um, I have received therapy. (laughs) Um, I come from a very traumatic past uh, myself. You know, I have uh, have overcome a lot of traumatic experiences. Mm. And I often say that, you know, this field, I didn't choose this field, but instead this field chose me Mm. based off of my experiences. Um, you know, I now know that God prepared me for such a time as this Mm. and to be able to serve the population of people that I serve today because of what I went through. Okay, this is not something I just studied and read. This is something I know because I lived it. Yeah. All right. And so this I went through into the university of experience and I got my doctorate degree. Okay. Yes. um, Yes. You know, God allowed me to get my master's degree and all of that. And that's all great and fine. I got three degrees and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And all these certifications and all that. That's great. That's beautiful. However, and therefore, and moreover, <laughs> God had already prepared me even before I went to school. Come on. Yes. Okay. I didn't know it then, mm. but he's allowed me to go through. And I now thank God. Now I get the scripture where he said, rejoice even in your suffering. Rejoice in your trials and tribulations. Come I on. understand it. Yes. And my grandmother used to say, and I now get it, you will understand it better by and by. Huh. And I understand yes. it. Because now yes. we are in that by and by. Yes. And I get it. And her words have come to life. It has come <sighs> true. Yes. So um, I just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for those experiences now. Whereas before, I didn't quite understand. I used to have that why complex. Mm-hmm. Why me? Why? Mm-hmm. Why did my father have to leave me and abandon me? Why? Why did he reject me three times and he took care of other daughters? Why? Why, yeah. why did my brother have to go to prison for life? Why? Huh. Why was I gang raped? Why was I molested as a child? Huh. Why? Why did I have to go through this domestic violent relationship? Why? Oh my Why God. was I sexually abused? Why? Mm-hmm. Why was I rejected? Why? Oh, child, <laughs> and and, and guess what God said? 
Because you're the one I'm going to use. So sometimes you have to go through to get to. All right? And when we're in it, it seems dark. And we don't often see the light at the end of the tunnel. But keep walking, my sister. Keep walking, my brother. Because if you stay still, you're never going to get to the end of that thing. Okay? Keep walking. God got something for you because oh he's not going to allow you to go through what you're going mm. through for mm. nothing. Sometimes it's not even about you. Come on. He's just using you for somebody else down the road. Yes, Jesus. So allow yourself to be used. Allow yourself to be conditioned. Allow yourself to be trained. You're going through your training right now, okay? Why you got to Keep going. Keep going. Lord have mercy. What was the question? I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm crying. I am crying. So that's what I know. I And that's the thing of what I love about the whole story Sundays is because the topics we discuss is so raw that I know I don't want to provoke this emotion, but it always provokes emotion yeah. because yeah. we're talking about life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're talking about overcoming being gang raped, overcoming a fatherless home, overcoming seeing mommy and daddy on drugs or overcoming yeah. you being on drugs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. And when you get over that, that situation, like you say, we'll understand it by and by. Yes. Like, I don't understand why, <laughs> why my dad is not here. Yes, but I understand okay. that it's a person. Yes. And I'm not being here. Yes. And I understand that he lived his purpose. He and I don't get it now, but by and by, yes. I'll understand. You yes. know what I'm saying? And it's just so hard not to mm. not to cry. When you yeah. think about things that you've accomplished, mm. so that when people, when I go to people's homes and I talk to them about healing mm. and I talk to them about coping skills, I know that these people know. I like Miss Gilchrist, but I not only like her because she don't know, because mm. she might be going to Lincoln Park. She might be going to Tadwater Park, mm-hmm. but she comfortable sitting on that couch because she's human. Because I'm human, because I need to go to Tidewater Park before I before they're coming to see me yes. first. So that they yes. can know that this is just this is therapy, guys. Therapy is people um romanticize mental uh, mental health professionals. Mm. You look at a person on TV with a <laughs> coffee mug and they're saying, so what, what, how did this impact you? They don't know that mental health professionals make $15 an hour when they start out and they <laughs> go to Tidewater Park. Speak on they it. go to Lincoln Park. The hood. They go to the hoods and they go to people's houses and they work over their shift every single day for us to sit here and be so passionate about this stuff it's because we know we're trying to get y'all to go because yes. $15 an hour is not enough to hear somebody want to kill their stuff every day to hear somebody somebody coming you walk in their house they spitting on you they come to session they dumping all of this stuff in your lap yes. so we care yes yes we care yeah. you know this is not Ooh. just the flex this is like we care yes Yes. So please, guys, if you don't do nothing else, take care of your mental health. Yes. Yes. Please don't make me be up here talking in vain. <laughs> God, no, you know what, my sister. You know, although you know they they don't pay you what the job entails and what it's all involved, but you know, your gifts will make room, room for, for you. And I don't want mm, you yes. to be discouraged. Yes. And and just because I am an outpatient therapist right now, I would tell you, I but do you know. so much in the mm-hmm. community because I it, it's important for me too. 
stay connected to the community because yes. that's where I come from. God. So just because I'm sitting in a in a cushy office, oh trust and believe me, you will see me downtown. Come on, you will see me and in the homeless what, shelter. What type of downtown? Uh, at Newport, New downtown Newport. <laughs> So she's a, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. You'll go with the property. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because that's the environment I come from. Mm -hmm. And I have love for my people. That's Mm. right. And and not to go into that too much, but I have a ministry within the ministry where I I serve the the homeless community as well as the incarcerated. Mm -hmm. Those are the two most forgotten populations. And especially within our culture, Mm. you know, and um, you can go to my website, www.wonderfullymadeservices.com, and you'll see that I have ministries to click on, get involved. And if you want to become involved in that, you know, you, you don't always have to be the one to go out into the streets. We, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but if you want to come with me, come with me. We can come. Yeah. But if you want to help monetarily as well. Come on. You know, um, mm-hmm. you, we, it, it, right now is the holidays and a lot of churches right now are doing the turkey dinners. And that's great. Yes. And that's fine. But people need to eat all year. Yes. That's right. Not just during the holidays. That's People right. need socks mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. Not just during the holidays. Come on, Miss Diane. Okay, so if you want to get involved, and, and that's part of mental health as well, yeah. different pairs and see what's the best fit. Yeah. So I would encourage um, you all to do that. And what you can expect once you find that that right fit mm-hmm. is um, someone who is empathetic, mm-hmm. that provides that safe space. And safe meaning it's confidential. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have to worry about your therapy is going behind your back and, and talking about your business girl you <laughs> this girl came up in here with all this stuff yes you're not gonna you're not gonna worry uh, you can't worry about that because mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen and as my sister said earlier we ho- have to hold by an ethical standard yes we have to we have a license we, we take this oath and and um you know I'm, I'm, I know that we're still human mm-hmm. but you have to be able to trust mm-hmm. the therapist in order to trust the therapist, the therapy process. Come on. Okay. Talk about that. So um, what you should expect from therapy once you get that fit is to be able to uh, be your authentic self and mm-hmm. be able to express those real and raw emotions that you wouldn't usually or normally do with other people mm-hmm. because we got to get to the core of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to peel back those layers mm-hmm. in order to get to the real core of the problem. So, um, allow yourself, allow yourself that you deserve it. God. And, um, can I just say something about that too? Like, um, also just cause I just want to prepare y'all. It might, it's not going to be the same for everybody, but I know personally when I went to therapy because so much stuff was exposed, it was a phase in therapy where I did feel a little bit more downcast or depressed because when God is telling you, it always hurt first. Mm, so don't think that just because, hmm. you know, like, once therapy start working, just overcome that. Just like, you know, we'll stay in a relationship. You go through phases in relationships where you might get hurt in a relationship. You don't just leave the relationship all the time. Mm-hmm. You'll stay past it and you'll see. Work through. You'll work through it. So just work. Do the same for yourself. You be so quick to do it for other people. Mm-hmm. Do it for you. Work yes. through it for you. Yes. So that's one thing that I do want to tell you is expect to 
Do the work. Do the work. <laughs> if your therapist give you an assignment, a homework assignment, do it. Because don't oh don't be codependent with your therapist. Oh my God. Please don't be codependent with your therapist, guys. Don't treat your therapist like you treat your partner where you expect your therapist to do it all for you. Oh no. That's a borderline personality trait, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> do some of the work yourself. Codependency. Don't be codependent <laughs> to your therapist because once you do the work, you'll realize that what I realized about, you know, therapy for me was that God myself and my therapist it wasn't my Come therapist myself on. and god yeah, yeah god told help i had to spend time with god even though i was going to therapy because you only go to therapy once a week at most maybe twice mm-hmm. so but what you gonna do when you're not in that Come office on. crying your eyes out because you're gonna Preach. feel real good once you leave therapy but then when this week is out you still got the work to do got work so i will just say that if it wasn't for therapy though if it wasn't for god Yes, putting me go. through therapy y'all wouldn't even have the whole story Sunday mm, so mm, mm, mm. it can do more than what you think it can do yes. I'm gonna just be honest Yes. So. and as my sister said you know when, when you go to therapy you cannot expect for someone else to do the work for you Mm-mm. you know we don't go home with you okay mm-hmm. you have to do the work for you mm-hmm. all I am and I tell my clients is I act as a mirror yeah and put that mirror before you so that you can see what needs to be cleaned Come away. Mm-hmm. I sometimes act as a flashlight mm-hmm. and shine it in those dark spots so that you can yeah. sweep them away. Cut. I don't Come sweep on. them away for you. Mm-mm. You will do that. But I will shine the light because sometimes it's about you, you don't know what you don't know. Come on. Because you have worked through, through these maladaptive ways of coping for so long, mm-hmm. it has become your norm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Um, the question that we, that we asked because I had to re-record, um, a, a, a segment cause it stops at an hour was what can we expect from therapy? So to my listeners on my podcast platform, that was the question and she, and y'all heard it when she answered it. So Miss Diane, can you just leave us with some closing statements and remarks, please? Yes. So I know we have a lot of listeners on here today. If you didn't get anything else, you know, uh, give yourself permission to get the help that you need. Yes. Give yourself permission to be a human being. We are not robots. We are not meant to just feel one way all the time and put on this facade as if That's everything right. is okay. All right? You know, we you give yourself permission to be human. And, you know, just do this for yourself. It's self-care. Mm. It's not selfish. The real self-care. Yes. Yep. And I think if I was to close with anything, it would be um, just like you will give your nail tech a second chance, your <laughs> barber a second chance, even though he pushed your lineup back. Please make sure you give a therapist, even if it's not this that first that you didn't like your first therapist. OK, give a second therapist a chance. Give a third therapist a chance because you have to sift through as in any field. Or profession, you got to go through a couple of bad ones to get to the real good ones. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's anything in life. That's even with dating. Yeah. Some of us will date a, a plethora of horrible <laughs> people, but we won't even give a therapist, somebody who mm. really has our well-being at heart, a second chance. Because it's really chance. not about the therapist, you know, right? Correct. You see what I'm saying? So give a, give your therapist a chance and know that it's real mental health professionals out here who really care about y'all, who because it's God in us.
podcast and this is our ministry. Yes. You know, I'm not a therapist, but I'm a mental health professional mm-hmm. and I care. Yes. And Miss Diane care, mm-hmm. you know. And so if I'll just say anything, just invest in your mental health because once you invest in your mental health, it's up from there. Mm, so, yes. yeah. Amen. That's it. Guys, I'll see you week after next for another episode of the Whole Story Sundays. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.